office home right over yeah. here uh, for another one month at least and then a busy season inshallah so yeah. let's get started uh, uh, today's subject is uh, colonized intelligentsia of third world countries and over and over times mm-hmm. uh, so and then we'll go over this and then after that you know like i uh, will go over you know uh, what pak army chief said and then after that of course you know lastly uh, what's going on in pakistan and uh, with imran khan and the latest development that's uh, happening over there so inshallah bismillahir rahmanir rahim uh, again uh, my name is adil and i'm here with uh, meraj uh, sirajuddin who's a uh, mashallah alhamdulillah he's a half is also so sheikh saab then aap uh, start kare bismillah okay um so yeah so the you know like whenever uh, the west uh, i mean when i say west primarily the england um, spain um france uh, portugal and belgium and germany to a very uh, small extent like primarily namibia so when they colonize uh the rest of the world like you know they they did not leave the those countries until they make sure they put in place Uh, a group of people like a group of indigenous people who are colonized and who think like them who talk like them who act like them who eat like them so there's this book called uh, modern egypt and it's a fascinating book it uh, it gives you insight of like you know how they did so for example uh Everlyn Bering better known as Lord Cromer was the British uh, uh proconsul general in uh, occupied Egypt between 1877 and 1907 he 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 wrote that the the west will not tolerate an islamic government and uh, on page 565 he said that a Uh, it would be absurd to assume that europe would tolerate a government based on purely muhammadan principles and absolute oriental ideas so so and uh, he also wrote muslims must be forced to adopt the principles of western civilization on page uh, 538 he said that egypt had to be forced into imbibing the true spirit of western civilization and uh, regarding uh, westernization must be introduced under the guise of women's rights uh, lord cromer says that the position of women in muslim countries was a fatal obstacle in the introduction of colonial values on page 539 and uh, uh, he regarding the uh, west must educate a class of young secular muslims to be uh, the rulers cromer's hope was that a europeanized education system would cause an egyptian to lose his islamism cause him to no longer believe that he is always in the presence of his creator and only hang on to the least worthy portions of his nominal religion 
for the sake of convenience. That's on page 230. So let me just ask you, like, uh, so he wrote this book uh, uh, in, uh, what year? Uh, it, it was published in 1916, so, uh, so uh, over 100 years ago, like, 100, yeah, 106 years ago. So he, 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 so it's very, you know, like uh, similar to what, what happened in, in Turkey, you know, that, that kind of formula he wanted to uh, use. The, yeah, the Mustafa Kamal. So basically, like Mustafa Kamal Atatürk was, you know, their man, right? He, he was putting uh, uh, like their ideas because like the one um, a uh, scholar um, named um, Sheikh Imran Hussain in his book, um, uh, uh, The Hijaz, the Khalifate, and the Saudi Wahhabi nation state, he uh, mentioned, like, you know, when uh, Mustafa Kamal Atatürk was fine with having a, a Ottoman Khalifa as a nominal figure, just like, you know, you have the Queen of England, right? She don't have a whole lot of powers, you know. She just basically a symbolic figure. So Mustafa Kamal Atatürk was fine having a symbolic figure like Ottoman Khalif, you know. So, but then order came from England that to abolish Khilafah, like in totality, like you know, cease to exist. Just just finish it off because it was yeah. dying anyway at that point. Yeah, because the problem was like what happened in India. There was a huge Khilafat movement, you know. Um, it was like mobilizing the masses. So British felt like this is a threat, you know, even the nominal figure uh, is, is a threat. And I, actually that's why um, one of the Indian scholar was uh, imprisoned in, uh, in the island of Malta. So one of the British general um, was on the visit. So the Indian scholar asked him, why are you like, you know, um, trying to abolish the Khilafah, uh, like, you know, he, he's a, like, very weak figure, let him uh, be. So the British general replied, like, uh, don't be so naive, you know, even this weak uh, Khalifa is capable of galvanizing a Muslim masses. If he to issue a, a, an order of jihad, you know, the Muslims will uh, rally to his Rise up, yep. Yeah, so we cannot tolerate that. <laughs> So Good point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's continue uh, with uh, you were uh, talking about page number thirty-nine, um, uh, five thirty-nine. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So um, and then he talked about like you know the West must educate a class of young secular Muslims to be the role rulers. So Cromer's hope was that a Europeanized education system would cause an e Egyptian to lose his Islamism, cause him to no longer believe that he's always in the presence of his Creator and only hang uh, on to the least worthy portions of his nominal. So we see this, uh, like, you know, among um, pretty much like any um, Muslim intelligentsia, you know, like, for example, the Afghans who, who, who uh, were supporting the American occupation during war on terror, like, for example, Saad Mosini, um, uh, Sahib Zada, who is now working for um, endowment for uh, democracy, and um, like Amrullah Saleh, who was like you know the vice president and the Ashraf Ghani, and like many others, right? So for for them, Islam is just kind of like an identity, and they don't really uh, believe in the commands of Islam, and they don't take anything seriously, and they don't really 
have any concern for the suffering and the oppression that Oma, uh, you know, Mama Sazam going through. So if they make any statement, like let's say, uh, for example, Saad Mosini, who won't say a word about the suffering of Muslims in India, but he would like, you know, raise the issue of the uh, oppression of the weaker Muslims of China. But that's not because they are Muslim. He would only raise because that is like uh, something uh, uh, compatible with the interests of the West. You know, because in, when the United States and Europe raise the issue of the oppression of Uyghur Muslims, they are not doing so because they have like some sympathy or uh, like uh, like a humanitarian concern, right? They are only doing it because they feel China is a threat uh, to um, their economy. And they can use that as a weapon yeah. against China. Yep. Yeah. And that's why, like, you know, during the last days of... Uh, Trump's presidency, Mike Pompeo, delisted East Turkestan Islamic Party from terrorism quietly without him making any announcement. East Turkestan Islamic Party was on a terrorism you know, list, but he delisted them. So, uh, so to pave the way, just in case in the future, you know, insurgency to take place in the Xinjiang region, they would be allowed. But I think. Um, what would happen is like, you know, it, it all depends like, you know, what scenario takes up. But I do think like the the way they're trying to, you know, contain the the Taliban's like, you know, uh, strength within Afghanistan, it, it's, it's for a reason. You know, I think they do believe that um, like isolating Taliban is not like, is going to push them towards more taking more hardline position and it will allow them to support the other jihadi groups you know which is what they want you know because they they know like if they allow taliban to come Flourish. in mainstream, yeah mainstream and you know uh, become acceptable to to the other like you know nations and uh, have diplomatic ties then they have a uh, reason to uh, to contain the jihadi groups, right? Like for example, that's what they are doing, right? They they don't allow any like Al Qaeda or East Turkestan Islamic Party or any other jihadi group to make videos or make uh, uh, press statements or issue any kind of like you know uh, a call or anything because they are trying to keep. They're trying to uh, preserve themselves. Yeah. Right yeah. now. But if West continue to isolate Taliban, you know, and um, isolate Afghanistan, then they they would feel compelled, like you know, to start openly supporting them because they go like, well, they are already against us, you know. What do we have to lose? We don't have anything to lose. So and I think that's the whole yeah. plan because that's a, actually that's a that's a that's a good point. You, yeah, they'll be like, it, hey, we got nothing else to lose. You know, we tried all kind of avenues and and dip, diplomatic channels and. Nothing is doing anything. No one is uh, recognizing us. So yeah, yeah. Because if you look at like you know how the uh, British MI5 and MI6 played with the uh, British Islamists, they, for example, let's look at um, Jihadi John, right? The the guy who was beheading uh, people on the video for ISIS. He was a British man, uh, very uh, soft spoken, very well mannered. But uh, British intelligence agencies started harassing him. You know, they 
he was once uh, trying to uh, go to Kuwait to marry um, someone. So British prevented him, you know, him from uh, going to Kuwait. And then um, they would constantly like, you know, uh, question him and he, it was so bad, like, you know, he wasn't getting a, a proper employment, you know. Then he got fed up. So one day he just left the United Kingdom quietly, I think like uh, by road or whatever. And then next thing you find that he's in Syria, you know, beheading people. So that's the game the Western intelligence agencies play and primarily British intelligence agencies because, you know, even the United States, um, like CIA, they have like all these, you know, state-of-the-art technology, but American intelligence agencies are not that smart, you know. They, they are not like that uh, good in terms of like... Um, Learning, yeah, the learning, the, the tiny details of different culture. But the British people are very adept. And that's why, like, uh, you know, during the last days of Afghanistan war, uh, the British intelligence agency, like, Americans have no idea what they're doing. CIA have no idea what they're doing. And that's why a lot of the warlords, you know, like, for example, uh, Satullah Khaled, who was the defense minister, you know, um, he had um, his rivals killed by labeling them as Taliban. <laughs> because he knew like Americans have no idea who you know who Taliban are and who aren't. And same thing the Pakistanis did too, right? You know what they did? Like Prophet Musharraf knew find out like you know the CIA is paying five thousand dollars for one Al Qaeda figure. So what they did, they catch like random Arab people and they said these are Al Qaeda and and then over to CIA and took five thousand dollars and Prophet Musharraf like you know they, they they made it into a business. Yeah, they they made it into business. I mean it's very uh disgraceful thing to do to a fellow Muslim, but that's what they did. And Americans had no idea like, you know, what they're dealing into and they just ran with it. And so Let's get back to the book, and uh, mm -hmm. so let's talk a little bit more about it. Um, oh, yeah, so, yeah, so the other thing he um, said, like, uh, the, the goal should be to de-Muslimize uh, uh, de Muslims, where people are Muslim by name, but in actuality are agnostic. After all, Cromer says Islam cannot be reformed. Reform Islam is Islam no longer. It's on uh, page 228 to 229. And then uh, further on, he said, uh, the Muslim reformer would hate Muslim scholarship more than Europeans do, and that's true. Uh, the Western Muslim would consider the alim to be a social derelict, use him in matters of convenience, but otherwise disrespect him. On the other hand, a European Christian intellectual would at least look at the alim with sympathy and respect as a representative of an ancient faith. That's on page 299 to uh, 300. And then he further said, like, modern Muslim will become deist. It is conceivable that as, it, as time goes on, the Muslim will develop a religion, possibly a pure deism, which will not be altogether the Islamism of the past and of the present, and which will uh, cast aside much of the teaching of Muhammad, but which will establish a moral code sufficient to hold society together by bonds other than those of unalloyed self-interest that's uh, and for the most part they have succeeded oh they did yeah i mean they created the um 
um, like, you know, a huge uh, group of uh, westernized, or I should say colonized intelligentsia that's, um, uh, you know, dominate like any, uh, like a discussion or any uh, power that exists. So for example, one day I remember I was at the fundraiser here uh, for one Muslim think tank based in Washington, DC. Um, but they were doing the fundraiser here in St. Louis. So they, there was one doctor, he was arguing with me that uh, because I was making a documentary on Islamic banking, he said, um, but uh, the modern day uh, commercial interest is not like a riba the Quran talks about. Quran, when it says like, you know, riba, it's referring to usury. And that was like a very, uh, like, I mean, at that time, it was a shocking statement to me because it was coming from a Muslim. And how can you differentiate between riba and commercial interest? It's the same thing, you know. But uh, just because it's a lower interest rate, it does not mean it's justified, you know. Even if you if you take like you know one cent extra, then the actual loan you give to the person is riba. Because uh, one day, Bilal uh, was in the company of Muslim and he brought. Um, one bas the, uh, basket of dates and it was really um, uh, like you know very uh, ripe dates and most of them really liked it so uh, most of them uh, asked Bilal these are very good uh, 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 dates or uh, Bilal uh, how uh, where did you get them so Bilal is alone said um, well I had like two baskets of inferior quality dates so I exchanged the two inferior quality dates with one uh, uh, good quality day. So Muhammad said, Bilal, that's the essence of riba. What you should have done, you should have sold two inferior uh, basket of dates and you should have buy the one good quality uh, basket date. Meaning the exchange he did was uneven, you know. He got one basket for two basket of dates, right? So if he has sell them, he would have got the money or something equivalent to that, right? So he could have exchanged that with the um, something of the equal measure. Equal value of the money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Interesting. That, yeah. So let's get back. Uh, uh, so we were past, uh, you're talking about uh, uh, point number seven, uh, modernized Muslims. Uh, yeah, so um, so modern Muslims, which like you know, are exactly that figure. So, for example, um, the um, the Islamic reform is started as a colonial project. You know, a project that has been devilishly designed by European intellectuals to undermine the clerics, introduce secular humanist institutions, and gradually and inconspicuously in lead Muslims away from the central tenets of their tradition. They knew that this reform liberal Muslim would not be a Muslim at all, right? But just a Europeanized in, invertebrate, that is spineless being. Who would maneuver the religion to his needs, you know? This seven-step process is exactly what is happening to Muslim youth in the West. You know, you see, they volunteer themselves to Western academia and pop culture and are led away from a truly Islamic worldview and epistemology. And then uh, while they fool themselves into calling themselves Muslim reformers or Muslim feminists or modern Muslims or liberal Muslims, their puppet masters know that these are all contradictions in terms. 
<laughs> and uh, these are seven steps. Uh, what are they? Yeah. Well, the we went over right. So the, okay, the first okay, one okay. is the yeah. The first one is the West will not tolerate the Islamic government. You know, and the second is uh, Muslim must be forced to adopt the principle of Western civilization. Third, Westernization must be introduced under the guise of women's rights. Fourth, uh, the West must educate a class of young secular Muslims to be their rulers. Uh, the fifth, the West must reform Islam. Sixth, the Muslim reformer would hate Muslim scholarship more than Europeans do. Seven, modern Muslims will become deists. So, subhanAllah, you know, like that's, you know, uh, and that's exactly what we are seeing, script by script, you know. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Everywhere. Yeah, this is like a very well uh, return uh, the Jalika script, you know, that, uh, and that's why like, you know, a lot of time I, uh, for example, just yesterday I was looking at this, um, the uh, Afghan um, name, Ajaz Sahiba Malik Zada. He was like, you know, uh, benefiting from war on terror. And he was like, you know, pro-American pro occupation of a Pakistan guy. But then after the Aliman took over on August 15, he fled like a rat, you know. And now he is um, working for um, National Endowment for Democracy, which is a CIA armed um, uh, group uh, that is linked to um, toppling like, you know, non-American friendly uh, government in third world countries uh, like you know that's what happened in Ukraine in 2014 and they tried to do in Kazakhstan too recently not long ago just you know this year and then um, they tried to do in other country and that's what the Arab Spring was too you know like a lot of those uh, activists they were trained by NED you know they like and they they, they trained them in uh, encrypted communication in how to uh, make contacts with media and how to mobilize masses and how to, you know, come, like uh, make statements, you know, that uh, that will get them sympathy in the West. For example, be peaceful, peaceful, you know. These are uh, slogan that uh, the, 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 what do you call the secular liberal system use you know they like, they, they bring the people pe they bring the people to the street and then incite the uh, uh masses and, or the protesters into doing yeah. something and 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 then they wait for the reply from the government you know like uh, especially a hard reply and then uh off it goes you know into the media yeah yeah i mean the thing is like you know it's um uh I mean, the goal is like not to bring change. The goal is to create chaos, you know, like for example, you, you see like Al Jazeera, right? Al Jazeera became famous for its broadcasting of Osama bin Laden's speech, right? So then people, and it, it was the only channel in the Arab world that was broadcasting Osama bin Laden's like a tape. But then it, it gives it creates an illusion to the masses among the Arab masses that you know it is the only channel to be watched because all the other Arab media would just toe the line of like you know whatever the government wanted them to say right like that's what the Egyptian media would do that's what the Jordanian and Saudi media do and it was the only media that was Al Jazeera that was like highlighting the corruption and the EU corrupt practices and all you know the oppression that all these Arab parents were doing to the masses 
But the thing is, what Al Jazeera did not do, just like the rest of the world media, they, they would highlight the corruption, they would highlight like, you know, the oppression, but they won't show the way. Like, what is the alternative to secular liberal democracy? You know, they won't show you, they won't tell you that. They won't tell you like Islam is the alternative that can give justice uh, or tranquility and um, like what you call um, uh, uh, to the masses. They won't tell you that. All they would do, they would just point out the, the operation. For example, like, you know, in United States, the mainstream media talk about like Black Lives Matter, uh, would highlight like you know the police brutality would highlight like you know all the laws are being passed that are like anti-black and, and anti-non-white right but they won't tell you the alternative what is the alternative they won't tell you uh, interestingly you know same thing with uh, uh, russian media rt you know like um, yeah. uh, they would follow the same formula I just mm. want to point that out that they would show all all of this you know like uh, they would criticize america and everything else but as you pointed out, you know, they, they, they wouldn't say anything else. What's the solution? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, and, and same thing. Uh, you can see the bias, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, and it's more present now and people can see it, especially now that like uh, what's going on in Ukraine, uh, what we are witnessing and seeing uh, mass killing, uh, bombings, uh, cluster bombs, uh, Muslims, you know, unfortunately, you know, like uh, the Muslim Ummah is used to this kind of stuff in, 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 in Palestine, Kashmir, um, um, Grozny, you name it, you know, like uh, uh, it's been happening day and night, you know, like uh, in, in, in Iraq, Afghanistan, uh, Pakistan, and, and, and it's, it has happened so much and, and still they don't show that side. But now, you know, this is happening in Ukraine in their own backyard. And they're yeah. using this same formula, you know, like, uh, okay, you know, how, how can we damage, uh, you know, our enemy? And they're making a big show out of it, you know, like uh, they, everyone. Right. The, uh... <clears throat> it's the sa- same formula, you know, they're using uh, uh, when they were uh, uh, trying to uh, get the people to the street, you know, like uh, uh, so on a bigger scale. True, yeah. So the um, what I was gonna say, um, I mean, like the thing is, like it it has, uh, you know, they they they've been doing this for like almost like three decades now, almost three decades. But like it it has gone to a point where they will have to um, uh, move on to something else. And I think like something uh, major is. Uh, underway and like for example like you know we see um like in pakistan especially you know the 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 speech of uh, kamar bajwa the army chief you know where he said like you know pakistan does not believe in camp politics meaning like he was referring to like you know pakistan does not want to be either in the china camp or the american camp they but in in reality, he Pakistan is in American camp, you know. But like they they also play like kind of like a double game at the same time. For example, when the um, uh, the Pakistan joined the war on terror, you know, and it uh, it paid like a huge price, like you know, over seventy five thousand Pakistanis were killed in war on terror, and. Uh, 
but at the same time, they were like clandestinely supporting select Taliban groups as well, you know, like because Taliban like were like what do you call a uh, different um, uh, factions because of like the 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 way the 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 intelligence network was they could not possibly operate like as a, like a one big group, right? So they had to like a small unit, right? So the Pakistan intelligence would like selectively provide them intelligence and other like, you know, training and whatever uh, else they would need, but they would do so um, like secretly, but at the same time, they would also cooperate with the United States, for example, allow them like, you know, like to operate drones uh, in uh, Pakistan tribal areas and also provide them logistics, for example, the NATO supply lines would go through that. But now I believe that uh, the given, like, you know, what um, the way the Imran Khan was kicked out and um, the way the, 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 the message was given to the masses that, you know, the America did, America overthrow. Um, Overthrow the government, right? And that's and and the uh, Sikandar Karmani of the BBC, he was like, you know, doing kind of like a survey type thing. So he said, like, you know, everybody he talked to truly believed that, you know, it is an American conspiracy, except one guy I talked to, and everyone else said, like, you know, it is America. So, and and as we discussed, like, you know, in, in like previous episode, like, you know, there, there was like one guy linked to the intelligence agencies. He said like some religious figure had would put in place, you know, to give an illusion that uh, uh, is no longer like an old uh, colonized Pakistan. And it's, uh, it's like, you know, very much like a pro-Taliban or pro-Islam uh, government. But we'll see what happened. But my guess is something major is in the making, and it 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 is it is possible that the some truly Islamist government will take over. And the idea is to prepare the ground for the major event that will take place in the Middle East. You know. So basically, they're just. Um, they- this, you know, like uh, brings in mind, you know, like uh, that uh, let them uh, plan and plunder and Allah is the, you know, like a best of uh, planners. Yeah. So, so you know, they is, is from all over, you know, from China, uh, Russia, Ukraine, uh, Europe, Pakistan, India, uh, everything seems like it's in fire right now. Everything is upside down. Uh, uh, and yeah, it's it's very confusing indeed, but remember, you know, like uh, they think they have a plan, but you know, like Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is the best of planners. So let's see, you know, like uh, what happens, and let's make dua uh, that you know uh, that justice is uh, served and that uh, we are spared uh, a major major pain, you know, uh, and and everything goes well. But you uh, you must not forget that with all this, you know, like. Uh, uh, we will pay the price, meaning, you know, like um, it, it will hurt us. It, it, it's a big test and uh, we must be prepared, inshallah. And the uh, best way to do is, you know, like uh, to stay on the good path, you know, Quran and Sunnah uh, yeah. and, 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 and let's pray, you know, everything is going to be okay. But 
uh, we are indeed living through a dangerous time and uh, and every day is uh, it unwinds and it shows us what's going on slowly yeah. but surely yeah i i want to point out like one of the statement that uh, general bajwa made was like he said like you know we are like best trained uh, people are trained by the americans you know he said and he said like we we cannot uh, isolate ourselves and we cannot um uh, i mean he didn't say it but i'm just paraphrasing basically cannot be uh, uh, you know anti-american so and as we discussed like you know the seven steps of decolonization and uh, uh, these come to my mind like you know anas bin malik azilan said from some said the jal will come from the east and will reach the outer skirts of Medina. Then the earthquake will occur in Medina thrice, and all the kafirs and Manafi will be terrified. They will run out of Medina and join the jal. And then Prophet also said, like the in the end time, Muslim will be divided in two camps: a camp of iman with no nifaq, and a camp of nifaq with no iman. And when that happened, expect that the jal to uh, appear in a physical form. Um, next. So that's what we see, you know, because they, the reason why, like, you know, the uh, pro-American establishment of Pakistan don't want to isolate or cut, cut themselves off is because they fear poverty, they fear isolation, they fear they, they will, be, they will um, starve, you know, and uh, they cannot live without that. So when you have that mindset and you look at this hadith where Moses also said, when the earthquake will, uh, you know, uh, come uh, occur in Medina, the Munafiqin will run away and join the Dajjal. Because what would make them to join the Dajjal is that they would be terrified, they would be afraid of that, they would be afraid of being a trap and being uh, uh, deprived of um, the comfortable life, you know, because the in Surah Nisa, there's um, an ayah uh, where um, Allah says, like, you know, I think, uh, uh, let me see if I could find the, um, uh, where, like, you know, some of the uh, Muslims who, um, they became Muslim in Makkah, but they they were, like, you know, living a luxurious life. They were living comfortable lives. Uh, so what happened, they, they didn't make hijra. They stay in Makkah, and then when um, the Battle of Badr happened, they uh, they were on the side of um, the uh, Quraysh, the Kafar, and they were killed in that battle. So angels caught them, and um, uh, they asked, like you know, what is it that you know that you uh, make. Um, Hitra not for the cause of Allah and you stay behind and uh, was it, wasn't the earth of Allah lost so they say like you know we were helpless you know we, we couldn't make Hitra but uh, they would have no excuse you know like they they will be uh, driven to hellfire so it, it's uh, in Surah Nisa I, I wish I could find the ayah uh, but anyway so, and when you look at, you know, the, the, the situation of the secular liberal Muslim. Like, and that's what's happening yeah. right now. You know, like everyone yeah. is 
af- afraid about br- uh, bread and butter. And yeah. even though this, they, they see everywhere, you know, like uh, all the signs are there. And this yeah. is happening, you know, like in front of their eyes, you know, like and the, the system itself, the Jal system is here, you know, like um, um, and all the hadith about this, you know, have come true. But still, you know, like uh, they worry about, you know, like, uh, as you said, small things, you know, like uh, their wealth, their food, you know, that, you know, uh, material stuff. So it's here, you know, like. It's, and it's, it's shameful, but, but you know, like, uh, but it, exactly, you know, like uh, how it was told, foretold before is, is, is materializing. Yeah, so the, and it, it, and we can see like, you know, when the Jala appear, like, you know, how like so many Muslims, they, they will be on his side and they will be like, you know, against, um, against the uh, Muslims who are like following the true teaching of Islam. And, uh, and it, it's very, uh, what they call it, testing times, you know, may Allah keep us firm on, on Deen and I mean, I mean. make us uh, one of those who will be on the side of truth and who will be struggling on the side of truth. So inshallah, uh, I think next uh, podcast, we should, you know, definitely touch upon this subject a little bit more. Let's continue this uh, conversation and how, you know, like uh, this system, you know, is here. And and let's talk about, you know, if, you know, like uh, 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 the foundation, of course, has been laid for, you know, the the Dajjal and and what, let's try to figure out what stage are we in. Of course, you know, we cannot say anything because we don't, we don't have any knowledge. Only Allah knows for sure, but yeah. we can still talk about it and see, you know, like um, uh, try to understand it. And uh, so uh, and let's see what happens uh, with the politics of Pakistan, uh, what the next stage is. But uh, as I said, you know, like uh, let them plan and plunder. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you know, like uh, he's the best of a uh, planner. Of course, indeed he is. Yeah. Uh, so, inshallah, we'll continue this uh, next week. Um, uh, if, if you have any last thoughts, uh, let us know. Uh, um, otherwise, uh, uh, we will continue this uh, 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 next Sunday, inshallah. All right, inshallah, we'll, we'll talk about this in the next episode. Inshallah, inshallah. Jazakallah khair, Miraj. You take care, and uh, I'll talk yeah. to you soon, inshallah. And everyone else. Uh, again, you know, like uh, you can hear us, uh, you can watch us, uh, you can subscribe, you can uh, leave comments. Please leave comments. Uh, we do this for just you guys. Uh, uh, we are not professionals. We're just ordinary people, you know, like and trying to do our best and trying to educate the masses to whatever knowledge we know uh, we're trying to do good. So um, uh, help us, uh, leave us comments, uh, suggest things, uh, um, anything will help. Uh, so, Jazakallah khair, uh, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum. Yeah,